Hallelujah. Something good is about to happen to you. You're about to listen to Fire for Today, your daily audio devotional by our dearly esteemed man of God, the Apostle Raphael Agadama, inspired by the Holy Spirit for your growth and victory. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. And on fire for today, I'll be teaching on the topic condemnation versus conviction. Condemnation versus conviction. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. You are a good, good father. And that's who you are. I'm praying for everyone under the sound of my voice that they would come into the knowledge of your love that your spirit will overwhelm them bringing them into acceptance making them understand the love of God and how deep it is right now bringing them out of every trouble every debt every worry and setting them on high in destiny in Jesus mighty name Amen Condemnation versus conviction. Many times, over and over again, people find themselves in places where they do not intend to be in their work with God. People make mistakes. People fall into sin. And they begin to beat themselves up. As though beating themselves up will make God look upon them with mercy and forgive them. Or as though beating themselves up will undo what has happened. There is a clear difference between conviction and condemnation. And a lot of persons are held down under the web of condemnation because they've not understood the difference between conviction and condemnation. It's the reason why, this is the reason why I'm doing this teaching. To bring you to a place of understanding. Because there's a way that condemnation can hold a man down and he will feel as if It is God that is holding him down. So follow me. You know, a lot of believers hear condemning thoughts, especially after a period of fall or after a period where they've made a mistake and they are trying to get back up. And some believers even think that it is God that is telling them these things. (laughs) listen my friend nothing can be further from this truth God never tells you what a loser you are never God will never tell you in your ear that you are failed 
that you are a loser that you've, you've, you've disappointed him these are qualities of darkness qualities that even men have now embraced so a man can look at you and tell you I am disappointed in you so a man can look at you and tell you you failed me As you're listening to me right now, you need to understand and understand this once and for all. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 12 verse 47, he said, I came not to condemn the world, but to save it. Just that scripture alone shows you that God is not the author of condemnation. God is not the one that wants to make you feel useless. That wants to make you feel like a failure. That wants to make you feel so bad about yourself that you're not able to pick yourself up again. That's not God. That's the devil. So what is condemnation? Condemnation comes from Satan. And it is a means to tear you down. Condemnation is continually pointing out what a failure you are. And how badly you've messed up. Condemnation is showing you the problem. But avoiding the solution. And in John chapter 12, verse 47, Jesus says, I have not come to condemn the world. So there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So just in case you think that condemnation is a God thing, no. It's a Satan thing. It is meant to destroy you. Because Satan knows that that mistake you made may not be able to destroy you. But if he can keep you thinking, crying, wailing in the mud of that your mistake for the next seven years, then he can delay God's plan for your life just by making you feel that God is disappointed in you he's angry at you he can keep you on one spot for a very very long time there's only one person we see in scripture who is called the accuser he's the one who comes to condemn and he's satan Satan, on the other hand, he is known for accusing the virgin. And the only time scripture tells us, he says, any tongue that rises up against us in judgment, that judgment is literal condemnation. He says, we will condemn. John chapter 12 verse 47 says, he says, why won't you ever hear God telling you what a failure you are? 
it's explaining to you why you'll never hear God telling you that. Why? Because Jesus said in John 12, 44 verse, uh, 47, He says, I came not to judge the world, but to save it. So why will I tear you apart in order to save you? Why will I riddle you and ridicule you in order to win you? That's not the way of God. So what then is conviction? Conviction is known in the Bible as godly sorrow. God's word begins to tell us that godly sorrow is what leads us to repentance. So many times conviction does not lead to repentance. I mean, condemnation does not lead to repentance. After you, you have you been back then when we were younger? We would go for these meetings where they call it a film show. And they will show us, you know, videos of hell and heaven. All them, them old Mount Zion movies. And right there where we are, we are we'll cry. We'll say, oh God, I don't want to go to hell. And then the preacher will say, give your life to Jesus. And we come out and give our life to Jesus out of the feeling of condemnation and fear. Four days later, we are back doing the worst, worst thing that we did that made us come out for that altar call. Why? Because what we felt right there was not conviction, it was condemnation. There could be some form of conviction for a few persons, but many times, I'm talking about personal experience, it was condemnation. So follow me. Conviction is what leads us to repentance. Condemnation tells you that you are such a failure. Look at what you did. It's all your fault. While conviction tells you, come to me and I'll forgive you. You've messed up, but I'll fix you. You're broken, but I can mend you. Don't do it again. (laughs) Now listen, not only is God willing to forgive your sins, but he longs deeply, he desires deeply to do so. He's reaching out to you to forgive you. God is the forgiver. He's the one who is chasing after you to forgive you. God is not the punisher. He is the polisher. He wants to polish your life. But the moment Satan can make you feel that you've messed up, you failed God, you're a disappointment, God is not happy with you, he can keep you from enjoying God's best. Isaiah 30 verse 18 says, Therefore the Lord longs to be gracious to you, and therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you. He's waiting, waiting. That's the clear, the clear message from the story of the lost son, who you call the prodigal son. God constantly waits, waits to have mercy on you, to have compassion on you. And the moment he saw that his lost child coming, he didn't wait for him to come home. He didn't say, useless boy come inside get inside uh, you've been bragging no bible said the father ran away way off went to meet him hugged him and kissed him Hi-ya. that's conviction conviction makes you wonder what did i do to deserve this kind of love conviction makes you wonder after all i did you still love me so i will not fail you again that's conviction 
Lord is the Lord of justice. The Bible says, How blessed are all those who long for him. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Romans 2, verse 4 says, Our <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans 2, verse 4 says, or despises thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. It is not the wickedness, the anger, or the, the show of wrath of God that leads people to repentance. No, it is his love. That's why the Bible says there is forgiveness with God so that he may be feared. Conviction shows you the answer to your problem. Conviction shows you the blood of Jesus that wipes away your sin. So what is the difference? Condemnation is not of God. Conviction is of God. Condemnation tells you that you are a mistake. Conviction tells you that you made a mistake. Condemnation pushes you away from God in shame and fear. Conviction draws you to God in repentance and in humility. Once conviction has served its purpose, then it's time to move on. You need to know that. So don't allow yourself to condemn yourself for past mistakes that God has already forgiven you for and you've repented from. Beating yourself over it shuts the door for you to enjoy God's best. Beating yourself over that thing shuts the door because many people feel that it is when I take up Cain and I punish myself and I beat myself and I make God see that I am sorry for what I have done by beating myself then God will help me then he will have mercy on me repentance is not by works when you have repented it will show in your works but works does not earn us repentance beating yourself getting angry with yourself, punishing yourself. Many times, statistics shows that people who feel guilty, which guilt is actually a product of condemnation, not conviction. Many people who actually feel guilty end up doing the same things again and again. So conviction shows you the answer. It shows you the blood of Jesus. My condemnation shows you the problem. It shows you the sin. It shows you your past. It shows you your failure. It shows you your inability. It shows you your worthlessness. Condemnation shows you the problem. But conviction shows you the answer. Condemnation shouts at you. It says it shouts at you. Reminding you your past. Reminding you that you are a loser. It shows you your sin. But conviction shouts the blood of Jesus. Conviction shouts grace, grace. Conviction shouts, I still love you, I still love you. Conviction reminds you that you can be forgiven. That your sins and your past don't have to be a part of you anymore. You need to understand this. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 17. He says, I will never again remember their sins and their lawless acts. 
the bible says god has said he said i have sworn that i would never be angry with you nor rebook you that's or condemn you many people have for seven years for ten years a lot of people will tell you it was after i fell into one sin i was not i could not hear god again the gifts of god in my life it was as if they just locked everything up no it was condemnation that shut it it shuts the door of communication faster than even the sin itself that feeling of condemnation god is no longer with me he's taking his spirit from me he's angry with me you cannot trust me anymore and you begin to tremble not because you love jesus but because you feel sometimes it is a level of pride feeling that how a whole me i failed god and so because and many times some of our preachers have helped to amplify this thing by preaching sermons that minister condemnation can god trust you can god trust you i can trust god and that's good enough for me yes we are walking into perfection daily and god is a loving father you need to understand the balance and understand the nature of god's forgiveness it's so important to understand understand his desire to wash you clean from your sins understand his desire to help you to be strong so you don't do it again understand his desire to stand by you and walk you through the process step by step like a child forgiveness of sins is a great teaching that will show you the nature of God's forgiveness so if God says you are forgiven that's why the Bible says if God be for us who can be against us today I want you to look at the places where you feel God is no longer with you anymore he's no longer happy with you even after this teaching suddenly you begin to hear his voice again because he has always been speaking but that voice of condemnation has shot you I see people come to me and say can God even forgive me does God forgive this kind of thing that I did what you did was even more than what David did killed a man after taking his wife after impregnating her he did the sin brought the man to try to sleep with her so that he can cover up that sin the man refused to sleep with her so he wrote a letter gave it to the man to go and give them in the battlefront they put him in the way of fire they brought him close to where the heat was hot at the battlefront because that was what the letter said he was killed they withdrew because that was what the letter said and allowed him to be killed immediately david got the news that he had died he wept mockingly or in in, in, in pretense and then he took the wife and said so that you will not feel the pain of your husband's loss <laughs> but god still called him a man after my own heart we noticed that when david began to cry so that god will not kill that child 
the moment the child died, David stood up, had his bath, cleansed his face. Say, God has done what he wants to do. There's no need to be sit down in the dust anymore. What have you done that is bigger than what David did? Bigger than what Samson did? Bigger than what some of the patriarchs did? And they still received mercy. And they stood up. And they gave the devil a blow again. And they made heaven proud. Stop wallowing in that mode of condemnation, that dirty water of condemnation. Micah chapter 2 verse 10 says, Arise and depart, for this is not your rest, for it shall utterly destroy you with an utter destruction. Condemnation is not a place for the believer to stay. Because it takes joy, faith, boldness, courage, and the feeling of acceptance to do big things for God. Satan knows that. So he would like to keep you where you can feel fear, feel down, feel rejected, feel like a failure, feel worthless and forsaken. Once he keeps you there, he knows you can only do small things for God. And it won't be long before you give up. Now I'm praying for you. You're saying, man of God, I've messed up. I know it. But this teaching is blessing me right now. And I want you to pray for me. Now I'm praying for you. Your sins are forgiven. Now everything you lost is restored. The Father's love is is beckoning on you right now. Now every door that was shut is open. Now every gifting and every access you had that seemed as if it, it was withdrawn because of condemnation and the voice of guilt. I decree it's released and opened, released and opened in the name of Jesus. Now receive grace not to do it again because it is God that gives that grace. In the name of Jesus Christ, live for Jesus boldly. Go be bold like a lion. Take territories for him and make heaven proud. Now that grace is upon you in the name of Jesus and the voice of condemnation in your ears have now been silenced in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. Remember, do not be afraid. Only just believe. God bless you. Apostle Raphael Agadama and fire for today. We believe that something good has indeed happened to you. For inquiries, please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at fireforttoday at yahoo.com. Fire for today, provoking spontaneous spiritual revival.